Check one, two. Yep. Okay, that was very loud. We're just registering. All right, um, this probably needs to be closer to me. Oh, well, you just had me change yeah. that. Okay. You ready? Oh, wait, don't touch the table. It's rocking up there. Bad. Why is it rocking so bad? It needs to move. Is it possible to move it lower? Uh, yeah, it should be. Oh, yeah, you can move it even more in front. Um, okay. <clears throat> oh, we're still recording on this, too? Nice. Okay. All you right. could start fresh on that if you wanted. So no, it's fine. Less to edit. It's fine. It's, it's not bad. I just got to cut it off. Um, all right, so here we go. Lord, give us words. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so here we go. In three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? Hey, guys. Welcome back to Peace of Authenticity. Welcome back. Yeah, we're so excited about today, and so we're just going to jump right in. I hope last week that you guys really enjoyed the the hot, cold, or, or lukewarm message. Yeah, we, we really yeah. were wrecked by that, and so... It felt really good to be able to share that with everybody else. and um, But today, we are diving into something new. Um, we're talking about math, people. Yeah, we're talking about math. For those of you that hated high school and you were like, you know what, why, when am I ever going to use this in real life? Well, Did you know I it's mean, in the Bible? Yeah, b- besides, <clears throat> yeah, besides uh, balancing your checkbook and doing everything like that, which I, I hope that you're doing... Um, but yeah, math is biblical. And so what we're going to kind of talk about today is I was literally sitting there in my, in my quiet time with the Lord the other day. And uh, he literally, I'm, I'm literally writing down all these statements. And I just write down things as, as I spend time with the Lord because it helps just get mm-hmm. everything out yeah. that he's trying to say. And then all of a sudden, um, I, I just wrote down this sentence, and I don't really know where it came from, but it just kind of it just kind of rocked me. Um, I serve a God who multiplies, divides, adds, and subtracts. And and after I after I wrote that down, I was like, huh, man. And and so I I started to think about it, and and I started to um, you know really put things together, as in um, what what does that look like? What what does that feel like? And, and I know for me, and I'm not going to speak for everybody that's tuning in today, um, but I really like it when God adds to me and God yeah. multiplies Who me. Who doesn't? And all these things. But what about what about the, the division Mm-mm. and the subtraction? No way, Jose. That's no what most way. people would say. No way. <laughs> but, but it was kind of funny because I was also reading Mark <laughs> chapter 8. And I just want to read like these quick couple of verses for you. Really quick, in Mark 8, starting in 11, and it says, The Pharisees came and began to argue with him, talking about Jesus, seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. 
And he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Truly I say to you, no sign will be given to this generation. And he left them and went to the or went and got into the boat again and went to the other side. Okay, so that, that was just really quick. But I think it was interesting because I was reading about a sign. What what do we call, you know, the 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 add, subtract, yeah. multiply, division? They're they're all mathematical signs, right? And and we are always constantly looking for God to give us a sign on whether we're going in the right direction yeah. or Lord, or what's going are you on. gonna add to this? Yeah. Please multiply I what mean, I'm doing. Yeah. Don't divide. Yeah. Like always yeah. looking at the signs. Yeah, please don't divide. Um, but you know, I'm sitting here going, okay, I know this is probably none of you guys, but for no. me, in my life before, I have made promises to the Lord. Um, Lord, if you will do this for me, then, I, then will. I will do that for you. Or Lord, if you just give me this in, mm-hmm. you know, in this certain scenario, I will serve you all the days of my life. I don't know how many different testimonies that I've heard of people being in a rock bottom situation. And, and I know I was there, uh, for, for myself. I said, you know, when I was at rock bottom, when I came to the Lord, I said, Lord, I need to know that, that you are who I've always been told that you are. Mm-hmm. And God showed up in that moment. But we cannot continue to live by faith, but also live from sign to sign. Yeah. Right? We yeah. can't sit there and constantly build this relationship with Jesus and say, well, Lord, if you'll do this, then I'll do this. Because that's, that's not a relationship. That's like, well, because you know I'm only doing this because the Lord yeah. is doing this. Well, have you ever had a relationship where you're you've realized that you're only friends with someone because of what you could give that person. Mm. It's horrible. Mm. And, and that's a lot of this time, the position that we put the Lord in with our relationship with him. Yeah, it's it, it's it's absolutely crazy because I'm sitting here thinking, and of course, I I was never really good at math. so Neither was I. Um, and so I, I just didn't want to talk about it. But in, in that quiet time, the Lord literally said that. Like, I, I'm a God that that adds, subtracts, multiplies, and divides. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so what does that look like? Because a lot, and a lot of times we don't want to connect the Lord with taking things away from us. Because I, yeah, it, it's in one way or another, we believe clouds are feeling of, oh, but he's a good God. He's so nice. He loves us so much. <laughs> he would never subtract or divide. But it's, we're not, it's just, we'll go more into it. But yeah. it's not, it's not that. Yeah. So, so then that takes, that took me back to John chapter 15. And, and so I was really excited about this, but okay, so we're just going to read it really quick. So we're going to start in verse one and we're just going to read. So John 15, Jesus is teaching right here in this, in this specific passage. And he says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. That sounds like subtraction to me. He, he yes. He takes yes. away. If okay? I remember correctly. Yeah, if I remember correctly. <laughs> so every branch that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. And he divides, he cuts off those branches, right? Mm-hmm. So that it may bear more fruit. Addition. Addition. <laughs> there it is. So it's, it's almost like... He, he divides, right? He comes in. My father is the vine dresser. He is the, some other translations say, my father is the gardener. Mm-hmm. Um, we stay connected to, to 
him through the vine, right? We're, we're connected to the vine, which is Christ, the vine dresser. God comes in and he cuts off those branches which are not producing fruit and throws them into the fire. Sounds like division to me, right? They're cut off. and But even the ones that are producing little fruit, mm-hmm. he comes in and subtracts from them mm-hmm. so that we can add more fruit. Mm-hmm. And then it the multiplies. End. Yeah, so it's it all has a... A deeper meaning, but still, with God, there is always addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Yes. And so we just thought it would be super cool in this episode to actually go in depth with each of those four. Um, yeah. And just kind of give you some biblical references, too, to help you with that. And so something whenever we were talking about this, uh, I was thinking about div- division, right? Because, of course, in John 15, the gardener is cutting off. He's dividing. He's throwing throwing away the things that we don't need, right? So it made me think of um, the the chaff and the wheat and the threshing floor and all of these beautiful analogies, right, that have to do with division because it's separating from, okay? And so I want to tell you a little bit about, okay, about the, there it is. Okay, so I'm going to read to you Luke 3, 17, okay? And so it says, this is talking about what the Lord does. Okay. So his winnowing fork is in his hand to thoroughly clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat believers. Okay. Into his barn, the kingdom, but he will burn up the chaff, the unrepentant with unquenchable fire. So yeah. Okay. But I was, (laughs) I was reading a little bit more in a book that I'm reading right now. And it was this beautiful analogy yet again of the wheat in the chaff. Mm. And he said that this is how they did it. They grew it all up together. You know how we'll separate the weeds from our plants and things like that, right? But with the wheat, back in the ancient days, I don't know how they do it nowadays. They might do it the same. They they let the chaff, which is pretty much trash, like weed, right, grow up with the wheat, okay? And so they would wait until it was time to harvest, and they would be able to tell the chaff from the wheat because the wheat was bowing. Mm. Okay, so it was it was just kind of laying laying itself down. Okay, bowing in the chaff, it was just still standing straight up. So that really makes me think of repentant and unrepentant, just like that scripture yeah, in Luke. and prideful. Yeah, and so then the division comes for the ones that are not repentant and for the ones that are repentant, and you will be able to tell. So I think that was a super super strong picture of what the Lord does with division yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, so so we have we have division right there. So he, like the the Lord literally says, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna separate the wheat yeah. from the chaff. We, we we have that division. It's it's there. It's clear. So so now that we know that, let's let's move on. I want to move on to to the next one is subtraction, right? And all of these elements, don't forget, are in John 15. But we just kind of wanted to show you that they're in other places in exactly, the Bible as yeah. well. We're and not so, playing uh, biblical checks mix. Like yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not, <laughs> yeah. And we're not just picking and choosing what we want the verses to say. But so the next part is, is subtraction, right? Because we decided that we wanted to go over division and subtraction first because they are the ones that make us the most uncomfortable. Exactly. Because it's easy to receive a gift from God, right? It's easy to go, oh, Lord, thank you so much for adding to me. Thank you so much for multiplying me. And it's easy to tell those stories to people and say, oh, my gosh, the Lord has added to me this. Or, oh, my gosh, everything that I'm touching seems to be multiplying. The Lord is just doing all these yeah, amazing things. we're obsessed with the yeah. addition and multiplication. <laughs> right. We, we like those two. So what we want to talk about first were the divisions. So, like, you have to... 
have the self-realization of, you know, and check your heart and say, okay, am I wheat or am I chaff? Well, can I also say one more thing that just popped up Go in ahead. my head about the division? Also, the Lord will challenge certain things in your life. He'll have you lay it on the table and he'll have you divide the wheat from the tear in your life. So it's not just people. So don't just be like, yeah, I... I'm Christian. I'm I'm the wheat. But there's also things in your life where you have to go onto the threshing floor, which is where they separate the wheat from the tare slash chaff. Same difference. And so there's also things in your life the Lord is going to ask you: Is this wheat? Is this mm. productive for me? Or is this going to blow away in the wind if it goes in a storm? So so that too. It's so yeah. much more than. It, there's so many different dimensions of that and it's beautiful but yeah. i just wanted to say that yeah you. no that that's cool because it's like you're, you're not talking about just like yourselves you're checking the motive of your heart because then the inner yeah mm-hmm. is is the fruit is the fruit that the the seeds that i'm sowing is it is, is it, it good gonna fruit, fall or is or it gonna is it, fly yeah. in the wind yeah mm-hmm. that's really good so when, when we talk about subtraction now that this isn't fun, right? Like I, I realize that everybody doesn't just sit there and like, oh my gosh, let me read the Bible today so that wow, the Lord, Lord can tell me what I'm doing you wrong. You do subtract. Thank yeah, you. You do. Oh, thank you, Lord, for <laughs> taking this. You know, there are a lot of From things. If, if we're talking about like uh, addictions and, and different oh, things like that. You definitely want subtraction. Yeah, you definitely are like, oh Lord, thank you so much. You know, I, I've heard testimony after testimony of people saying, Lord, thank you so much for taking this from me. But, you know, what about the stuff that we don't want to give The thing we're holding up? on with white knuckles, not yeah, wanting to let like go. Yeah, our, like our self, uh, uh, like, like what about your pride? And, and what about like your selfish desire and what you want to see happen? Mm-hmm. Because to, there's been so many times, I can't even tell you guys, how many times I've been in conversations with people where they have told me, well, I feel like this is what the Lord has for me, but really... Um, it's it's what they kind of want for themselves, but then they're going to go, well, this is what I want the Lord to give me, so I hope he adds it to me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, but what about when, when the Lord calls you to, to give up something? And and I know that I say this all the time on the podcast. It's it's one of my favorite verses in the Bible, but in John 3, uh, <gasps> no way. verse 30. Yeah. What? Yeah, John 3. I, I'm, I'm a super fan of the book of John. Yeah, it's super relational. But John tells us in, in chapter 3 that in order for God to increase, yep. we have to decrease, yep. which means... I like I have to surrender myself yep. to God so that he could take away everything in me that doesn't need to be there. It's subtraction. It's it's pulling away. Mm-hmm. And and I, I mean, I'm not going to talk about anybody that's listening today because you guys are probably all f- phenomenal people. But for me, I will speak for myself. There are a lot of times that even when I am highlighted, the the Lord literally tells me, "Aubrey, you're being selfish." you're being self-focused mm-hmm. in this thing. I still don't want to give it up. Like I'm yeah. like, well, you know, this is fair. You know, mm-hmm. every once in a while you got to look out for yourself. You know, yourself. the Lord wants me to be happy. Right, right. <laughs> get behind me, Satan. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, like, and I'm sitting there going, and, and you can find ways, believe me, in every situation, you can find ways to justify your selfishness. 100%. You can, you can find ways to justify your pride. But here's the thing. If we want the Lord to increase in our life, and I'm not talking about things. I'm not talking yeah, about yeah. having the Lord bless you financially or, you know, or, mm-hmm. or doing any of these. Other. I'm talking about in 
you. I hear that scripture, Lord, create in me a pure heart. Those yes. kind of things. Yes. Inner. God knows the motives of your heart. So if you're praying for certain things or you're believing for certain things, check the motives. I've been guilty in the past of praying selfish prayers and and wondering why God wasn't answering them because mm-hmm. that they, they were all from me and none yeah. of them were things God had for me. So we, we just covered division and we covered subtraction, John 3.30. We must decrease so that he could increase. So if you want the Lord to increase in your life, you have to decrease. You have to ask the Lord, subtract mm-hmm. from me. And that's the thing. We never want the division, the subtraction. We only want the addition multiplication, yeah. but we don't want to give away. We don't want to subtract to give. Yeah. And so I wanted to tell this funny story. We were talking about this earlier, but there's someone I was talking to and they said that that song, I know you've probably heard of it. It says, he gives and takes away. He gives and takes away. And it goes on with that, right? And someone that was leading worship at a church actually changed the words to he gives and makes away because they didn't want to think about the fact that we serve a God who also subtracts and divides. So (laughs) if you are like that person. Talk to the Lord about it. I promise you, he will show you his goodness through the division, through the subtractions. But I just thought that was a funny story. So going into multiplication. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're excited about this part. Yeah. (laughs) Talking about miracles and stuff. Let's Let's do it. I believe in miracle. Okay. Yeah. But I really do. (laughs) That wasn't to be funny. Anyways. So I am actually going to talk about a miracle that's in the Bible and it is found in John 6, 1 through 14. I'm not going to read it all. I'm going to give you the Jordan cliff notes of that. Okay. And so what happens here, it is the uh, miracle of the loaves and fishes. So there's thousands of people. It says in the Bible it was 5,000, but of course, you know, like we've read and maybe heard so many more people because that was just the men. And so thousands and thousands of people were there listening to Jesus and it was past lunchtime and everyone was starving. It was probably like in the evening time. Okay. And people hadn't eaten all day. They were just listening to Jesus teach. And the disciples are like, Hey, should we disperse these people? Um, should we divide them and have them go like eat at their homes, go get food in town and come back? And Jesus said, and Jesus, this is whenever he did that amazing miracle, you know, where the, just if this little boy had this little lunch and he came and brought all that he had to Jesus and Jesus multiplied, right? So the first thing it said that Jesus does, he took the bread and he divided it. Mm. He broke it in half and he prayed to the Lord and then it multiplied. So I also want to challenge you yet again. There is another example of, first of all, there was a division of something. Jesus did it. I believe he did it sacrificially. He did it to show us that sometimes we have to divide from things, pull away from things at times for the multiplication to come. So Mm. there might be things in your life where you're attached to somebody maybe or attached to a certain institution or attached to a certain friend group. And the Lord is asking you to detach for now and divide from that so that you are able to multiply in certain areas of your life because there are some people that will halt certain growth in your life and you might not realize it and yeah. that they might not realize it but anyways so i want to talk about that story because it was so amazing and then at the end there were so many leftovers everybody ate till they were so filled and then the disciples ended up having 12 different huge baskets full of leftovers okay so i thought that was interesting that it was 12 because then i thought about the great commission right that's found in matthew 28 16 through 20 and i want to read to you what the lord said okay then jesus came to them and said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit 
spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the end of the age. That sounds like multiplication to me, that Jesus is asking them to go out, to divide, to separate from one another, to be able to multiply. So yet again, division is asked to separate so that there can be multiplication. And I just think that's so amazing. Also, that, that was left over was 12 baskets, and then he asked the... 12 disciples, which of course, you know, Judas wasn't one of the 12. They had to swap it with somebody else. But anyways, I just thought that was such an amazing example. And and the fact that our obedience to God, that's when the multiplication happens. And usually with our obedience, there comes subtraction, there it is, and division. Okay. That usually has to do with our obedience because it's usually not exactly what we ask for. When the Lord tells us to do something, we're not like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted to do. And then we go and do it, right? And so this is what happens. We go and then the Lord does the rest. Yeah. Right? So yeah, I love it's, that. It's almost like, you know, we, we, we focus on, we focus on, you can focus on any one of those signs that you want to, division, subtraction, multiplication, or whatever. But even in the division, Yep. The Lord has a plan for it. What he's taking away from you is ultimately for your good so that it can be multiplied, right? Multiplication through division. Because they broke the bread, yeah. it then was able to be multiplied, right? I still and, feel like I talked more about division in that one. But that was multiplication. Yeah. <laughs> but it yeah, comes but, from division. But it's it's because we don't like the division part of it. So you, you sit there and think everything happens for a reason, man. What, what, what the enemy intended for evil god is going to turn around and use it for his good but also i would say that god puts you in a position to divide so that you can multiply yes and so that leaves us on addition the very last one and here's the thing these are these are awesome like we we love the multiplication we love the addition and you know i'm guilty of always thinking about multiplication and addition i always kind of tend to think of things financially. And that's why I highlight that all the time mm-hmm. when we talk about, because I'm throwing myself under the bus saying that Aubrey has nothing to do with that whatsoever. What in this, God is asking for a subtraction from us, separating mm-hmm. ourselves from something so that he can add something else yes. to us. And and for this, for addition, I wanted to read this little passage out of Second Peter, because this I just stumbled up across this when when we were you know coming um, getting ready for this podcast, mm-hmm. and and it was amazing to me because it was talking about addition, but not in any type of financial sense whatsoever. It has nothing to do with mm. money. It has everything to do with with me and my nature. And so Peter is telling us in Second Peter, he's talking about this is how you become partakers in the divine nature of Jesus. Oh and my gosh. For all of us that are Christ followers today, this is the the hope of glory. Yes. Um, you know, and as we said before, humility teaches us as we decrease, Jesus increases. And so how do we let go of our nature, right? Mm-hmm. How do we subtract our nature mm-hmm. so that we can add the nature of Jesus? And he says he starts right here in verse 5. And it says, for this very reason, right? We're talking about partaking in the divine nature. That's what happens before this. Mm -hmm. So for this very reason, make every effort to supplement, right? Supplement. Why do you take supplements? To add, right? To, Mm -hmm. To add to your life. For any of you guys that work out or do take your vitamins or anything like that, you take these supplements as an addition Mm -hmm. to your diet, as an addition to your lifestyle to help you 
be healthier, get you to where you want to be. It's all addition. And so it says, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, right? And virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control. There it is. And self-control with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Mm. Those are all additions. And, and what, what I love about it is, is they are additions to you, but they're for everyone else. Oh. And so when, when we think about all these things, like what can God bring to me? What, you know, what, man, Lord, if, if I could just make a little bit more money, if I could just do like that, we all look at materialistic things or, or man, Lord, if I could just preach a little bit better, if I could just understand a little bit better, if I could just do this, but the building of this passage literally starts with faith, turning into virtue, turning into knowledge, but leading to self-control right? Self-control, it's hard to do, but ultimately for brotherly love, for godliness, and at the end of it all is love. So God wants to add, wants you to take on the nature of Christ according to Peter so that you can build all of these things so that you can love. Mm, you you were given to give. You, you have to subtract your nature to take on the nature of Christ just so that you can love. And you know, the, the, the Satan always gives us a counter offer for everything our flesh deals with. So think of the opposite of every one of the things that Aubrey listed. That's what we got to get rid of. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. lack of self-control, um, ignorance, um, you know, certain things like that. It's just steadfastness. That word just, being flighty is the opposite of that. <laughs> Standing your ground in, mm. in, in the word. And um, so basically we have to bring ourselves to the place where we understand that all of these different types of, of mathematical signs mm-hmm. are happening in a very spiritual way in, in our lives. And, you know, stop looking at the outside you look at division, subtraction, and multiplication, and addition, but but it's all the things that is happening in you, not around you, because mm-hmm. God sees through to the heart of a man, and so if if the heart is the only thing that matters to the Lord, you can't build an empire, you can't make enough money, you can't be successful in life and impress the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because he cares about what's going on in here. So when we think about all these things and we think about John 15 and being connected to the vine and the Lord cutting branches off and pruning us, it's not a fun process. But at the end of the day, when my heart starts to look less like Aubrey and more like Christ, mm-hmm. then that's that's what the Lord wants from us. And, and the challenge that... I want to give to you guys to ask yourself and be painfully honest with yourself is what are the things that I need to subtract that I need to divide from myself so that there can be addition and multiplication. Not the fact that I only want to see addition and multiplication, but because I want my heart to be in the right position with Jesus to be able to look more like Jesus, like Aubrey Mm. said. Yeah. 
And so we're not always seeking a God that only adds and multiplies because we want what that is. We want addition. We want multiplication. We seek him because it's a relationship that is what we're created for. We're created to have that relationship with him. And so whenever you do have that relationship with him, you realize this is what it's all for. Yeah. Wow. This is why I'm here. This is it. And no more... I'm just, you know, the shame coming up. I'm just not good enough. Not We're not thinking of ourselves. We're not inward like, I really need this. I really need that. We're like, Lord, what do you need from me? What do you mm. want from me? I will do it because you are all I want. Yeah. And I believe that you're sovereign. I believe you're the God that adds, divides, subtracts, multiplies. And I know that every single thing you do in my life, it is for my good. Mm. And it yeah. might not look like it, but we know it is. Yeah, and so maybe maybe you're in a season right now where, where you feel like there's a lot of division happening like in your life or there's a lot of subtraction and, and it feels like you keep taking steps backward. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, would, I would venture to say this. Jordan made a comment actually that would tell what the Lord shared with you about the bow. Oh, yes. Um, so whenever you feel like you're going back and you're tripping up more and maybe things are just coming up, which we've talked about this. The last few weeks, but it's, it's like the Lord showed me, it's like a bow and arrow to where you have to pull back, right? For the power. You can't just bling and let the arrow go. Yeah. You have to pull it back with force to where it feels like it's going back so much so for it to be able to go forward yeah. at its appointed time at the target that it's meant to be pointed at. Yeah. And so if you find yourself in, in a season where it just feels like there's a lot of subtraction or, or division um, happening in your life, just know that the Lord takes us through seasons like this because when there's division, there's multiplication in mind. Mm-hmm. And when there's subtraction, there's also addition in mind. It's just we can't see the whole picture. So I would just say trust in the sovereignty of the Lord and that even that no matter what happens, that the Lord is still in control. And you trust and just ask in those seasons of subtraction and division, Lord, what am I to take away from this? Mm-hmm. And so that way... That draws when you he, closer. Yeah, when he, because then that's when, that's when he can add back to you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's what we have for there this week. There it is. Week. So thank you guys for, for continuing to support us. Well, we love you guys and um, yeah. we'll see you. Right back here, same time, same place next week. (laughs) Bye, guys. See ya. Nice. Dang, look at that.